Welcome, folks, to Brand of Man Ministries, building one disciple at a time for the cause of Christ, not through any work of man, but by the grace of God alone. I'm Pastor Will Hunsaker, and during this episode of Open Your Bible, we will explore the biblical principle and practice of discipleship, specifically Christian discipleship. The word disciple is translated from the Greek word methetes, meaning to learn from another's teaching. However, as with many Greek words, the meaning goes even deeper. Mathetes implies that you not only learn from another's teaching, but you conform to it. You, you follow and obey it. And the formula for Christian discipleship began with a, a specific call made by the Son of God, Jesus, to two sets of brothers who were fishing as Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee. He said this, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Matthew chapter 5, verse 19. We see here that Jesus was interested in disciplined and dedicated followers who did not choose him. Instead, he chose them. They would commit their lives to him, and in return, he would change them. I will make you change them to do things they never imagined they could or would ever do. What then does a Christian disciple look like today? What characteristics do they have? And does the Bible actually speak to this? Well, it doesn't give a one-size-fits-all example of Christian discipleship. However, the Bible does provide a few essential traits all disciples should have in developing and expanding their service to the cause of Christ. In short, there really are five features that the Bible presents. Commitment, obedience, humility, uh, self-sacrifice, and witness. So let's start with the first one. What do we mean by commitment? Well, the essential requirement of any disciple of Christ is to believe. This may seem obvious, but this is a critical commitment as the disciple is dedicated to their belief. The disciple is fully committed to Jesus, believing not only in him, but believing him. Very important distinction to make. An excellent example of this is, is found in the Gospel of Matthew concerning Peter's confession of faith. Peter states his true belief, which should be a mark of every Christian disciple today, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's Matthew chapter 16, verse 16. Just as a commitment, however, to Christ requires the disciple's belief, so too does his belief require action in obedience. So obedience is another mark or principle. The Apostle Paul clearly states in his first epistle that obedience is evidence of our faith. He emphasizes that through obedience, disciples are assured they will they will remain in Christ and are walking in Christ and able to know the one true God. That's what obedience shows. And Jesus is called to discipleship. He gives one command and one command only. He says, follow me. Our obedience to that is very important. 
James, the brother of Jesus, would continue this teaching, as many will, but his teaches of obedience through discipleship. Specifically, James taught that for the disciple to show their acceptance of the word, they must do the work in obedience. Of course, the key here, though, to obedience in Christian discipleship can be found through humility. And that's our third point. So if we search for the definition of humility in Scripture, one need really not look any further than the person and work of Jesus Christ. He emptied himself of eternal glory of heaven, entered the constraints of time as a man, and became obedient even to death by crucifixion. Jesus placed the will of the Father over his own obedience and humility. Likewise, the disciples are to place Christ above all things. As the gospel clearly indicates here, humility is extremely important in discipleship. And one significant way that Jesus displayed his humility was through self-sacrifice, which is our fourth point, fourth mark of a disciple. So while humility is often displayed in Scripture as doing the will of others before yourself, self-sacrifice is the denial of desires in opposition to God. Any desire that comes across opposed to the will of God or what he has deemed good, we are to deny those desires as a self-sacrifice. This concept is brought to the forefront of discipleship by Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. He used an illustration of a cross, often referred to as the cross of discipleship. Jesus' statement was very definitive and direct. If anyone wishes, he says, to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So you see all the elements there. You see his commitment. You see the disciples' commitment. You see obedience. You see humility. And you see self-sacrifice. Again, from Luke chapter 9, verse 23, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Jesus specifically used the word here, if, which indicates a condition that is to follow. He also used the phrase, anyone, which was not singling out superhero Christians with capes flapping in the wind. Anyone is an inclusive term for all who meet the condition of self-sacrifice. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Simply put here, self-sacrifice is growing in Christ each day at the expense of personal comfort. Now, we see commitment, obedience, humility, and self-sacrifice all come together in the fifth mark of a disciple, which is our witness. Now, we can witness physically. We can witness in testimony. 
We can witness by example. We can witness by thought. We can witness by our speech. There's many ways we can witness, but it all comes down to those elements, our commitment, our belief in Christ, not just believe in him, but believing him, everything he's promised and done and taught, our obedience to that commitment, our humility in that obedience, putting others before ourselves, lifting them up before us. It's not self-degradation. It is lifting others up before ourselves spiritually in Christ. Then, of course, you have the self-sacrificial element to bear our own cross each day and to follow him. They all come together in this witnessing. And Jesus gave the perfect definition for witnessing as a mark of a Christian during his Sermon on the Mount. He said in Matthew, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. Notice, they see your commitment. They see your obedience. They see your humility. They see your self-sacrifice. And they see it through your witness. And they don't glorify you. They glorify God who has enabled you to be his disciple. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. That whole Sermon on the Mount is very, very enlightening. Essentially, the witness of a disciple of Christ serves two roles, to present and explain biblical truths that encompasses all those characteristics, and to hold those truths with the primary effort being to make other disciples. You want others to come to Christ through and by the grace of God, not you, him. Jesus stated this just before his return to heaven. He said, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I commanded you. Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20. So a true disciple is tested by biblical teachings, by the teachings of God, by the teachings of Christ, teachings that are not popular or acceptable in society, never have been, probably never will be. The disciple must be committed to the Son of God, not merely by decree, but also in the depth of soul where every fiber of their being, both physically and spiritually, believes the truth and promises of Jesus. The disciple is obedient to his teachings and commands in both thought and deed, just as Jesus was obedient even to death. He is to be humble, just as Jesus humbled himself by leaving the glory of heaven to serve the will of the Father in the world of men. He is to practice self-sacrifice, as Jesus did, to fulfill the Father's will instead of his own. John chapter 6. Finally, the disciple is to be a witness of all these things to build dedicated disciples 
for the cause of Christ, just as Jesus commanded before his ascension to heaven. These are the foundational marks of any disciple and biblical truths to show the fruit of the Spirit for the glory of God alone through faith in Christ. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you folks and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord look upon you and give you peace. God bless you all. And next up on Open Your Bible, we will explore the biblical principle and practice of spiritual gifts. And remember, the Bible cannot mean anything to us today different than what it meant then. <laughs>